You're listening to Yale Radio WYBC. This is Brainerd Carey with the lives of the artists, architects, curators, and more. Today on our show, I'm talking with Nicholas Buffon. Nick, thanks so much for being with me today. Hello, how are you? I'm good, thanks, Nick. Um, let's talk about your show. Your show is called Men Running Through February 4th. I mean, I suppose the title sort of says it all, but we're looking at a number of things in here. We're looking at like signs, sign painting, and um, and so the idea of of men is what I wanted to kind of jump into first, because you have a very unusual press release for this show that has um, a really nice shape to it, but there's one line in it that says, small, vicious men embarrass themselves every day. Versus first show with a gallery, Buffin paints warning signs. So tell me about that. Small, vicious men embarrass themselves every day. This show is all work from the last two years. Uh, Responding, starting with the general election and uh, sort of bookended with the midterm we just had. Originally, we planned to open right at the midterm. It didn't quite work out timing-wise, but I wanted to get political without really getting political and sort of bogging it down, just sort of hint at it. I thought it was a pretty good framework for these paintings I've been obsessing over and collecting images of for the last two years, starting with the Caution Men Working, which is a local sign shop uh, that I used to walk by all the time by my old gallery. So so let's talk about that some more. You're, I mean, essentially part of what's, what's happening here, you, you're saying these are, they kind of hint towards the politics of the last two years, what's been, what's been going on with particular men. Is that, is that too literal to read or is that what you mean? <laughs> I, I'm, yeah, pretty much that. The fragile signs were sort of a last minute addition, but kind of filled it out. And so let's, let's talk about these signs because they're, I mean, they're, the indicators are something like much bigger, right? Where, we're talking about men's behavior, and, uh, and it's been it's been what? How do you how do you read these signs? These these signs seem to me like there's a lot of danger out there, right? There's a lot of danger, and <laughs> uh, you know it's it's all around us. We see it in signs, but you know, not to be too literal. But you're you're pointing towards something that's that is specific. That's that's time based. That's that's about these few years of of craziness, right? And bold colors and bold graphic design, and uh, it looks like they've been kicking around for a long time with the faux finishing techniques and the the scars and the stains and the shit smears and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, so let's talk about that. So the signs in this show, the paintings in this show, um, often, you know... They're also... Yeah, no, go on, go on. They're also what? They're also bigger than what I was doing directly preceding it. I was doing all these uh, sort of like landscape paintings of life in the city, of gay bars, of sort of happy community areas. And these are like much larger, but also a lot simpler, a lot flatter and uh, sort of more cold. Uh, There's pretty much, well... There's some figures, I guess, yeah. Yeah, and I'd like to talk about those figures, too. But, right, so these, this is very different than the other work, but all the, 
all the faux finishing, all of that, you know, you, you could have, these could have been painted like straight signs, but the faux finishing makes it almost look like these are the actual signs, right? Yeah. <laughs> the original plan was to have them sort of all in, in settings and stuff, but very quickly realized I could just get away with doing borders or cracks that show the, the underlayment or kind of simplify it a little bit. And and so there's you know there's a number of signs in here and, and I and again like the press release was was really good it had a list of the signs in kind of you know word length <laughs> order um, from trespassers trespassers will be eaten to um, to men slow and exit but it almost feels like a a kind of concrete poem in itself I don't know if you intended it that way but just beginning with that line small vicious men embarrass themselves every day. And then this kind of dagger-like piece of of writing, which is a great shape, looks like a sign in itself. Um, I imagine you wrote that press release, right? Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> I've been working for a poetry library for uh, about 10, 12 years now, off and on, sometimes full-time, sometimes freelance, but I think that kind of worked its way into. But the, the words are so graphic, like they kind of give their meaning right on their face, you know, there's no, no point in really like dressing up, dressing it up, I think. They can just kind of be what they are. Well, well, that's interesting. Tell me more about your work for the the poetry um, library, because that sounds like an interesting influence here as well, right? Well, I've been doing like graphic design, editing. I've been recording stuff. I've been editing stuff. Kind of do it all. Uh, just started a long time ago, just doing the exhibition side of it. But it's kind of grown into a little bit of everything, including like um, uh, accounting and uh, I did the audit and the PPP forgiveness and stuff like this. <laughs> it's really wild stuff I never expected to be doing ever. But the poetry itself is, is something that you're being influenced by, right? Like, I mean, when I brought up concrete poetry, you said that's how you thought of it, and that's because among all these other tasks there, you're also reading a lot of poetry? Yeah, and being with a lot of poets and thinking about their work and hearing their work and seeing their work, it's interesting. Also something that was totally unintentional and just sort of happened by circumstance. Proximity. You mean, the, you mean the, the, the kind of influence of poetry or being introduced to it that way? Yeah, totally. Yeah, that's cool. So, so let's go through some of these, these signs. Um, Trespassers will be eaten is the first one that, that, of course, to me stands out from all the rest because the rest maybe I've seen somewhere. But that's the only right. one that I'm sure that I haven't. Um, tell, me, tell me about that one. Was that one that you saw somewhere or... Is this a poetic? My dad, my dad had a uh, wood shop. I, uh, he was a carpenter, and he had a whole collection of these signs of different dogs, dog on duty. He would put them up thinking they were so funny, but also kind of threatening and uh, so people wouldn't break in and steal his tools and stuff. So he had all these signs that are just have just been kicking around my whole life, getting more and more messed up. And I, I think the... Uh, it's a really funny juxtaposition, this angry dog, but it's kind of cute, uh, 
really bold, punchy graphics, but it's cartoony too. I just get a kick out of them. I really like to paint stuff that I really like, you know, that I would hang up on my own walls. It's kind of a rule for myself. Like, don't paint something ugly or or uh, something that I couldn't stand to be around. Which is funny because if a painting is sitting around long enough, I'm sick of it. Like, the correction sign was the first in the series, and I'm so sick of looking at that sign. <laughs> I almost didn't put it in the show. I mean, some of these don't directly reference men. There's one, um, danger, danger, thin ice, um, and, and also, of course, the <laughs> fragile sign. So um, that doesn't look like, like what you're – did that also come from your father's workshop, or these are ones that, that you found other places? No, there's also signs from the Internet or uh, fragile signs. I mean, we use so many through the gallery and sending paintings to different shows and – uh, there's many of those kicking around that I didn't use, or even just getting shipments of of materials and things like that. I kind of just pulled them for everywhere. Eventually, I ran out of the ones that I'd had kicking around for a long time, so I started um, editing images that I found online in Photoshop and sort of simplifying or enhancing, taking out, parts, moving stuff around, uh, changing fonts, uh, you know, cleaning up the graphics and then sort of processing and painting them, which is what I used to do also in the, uh, the still lifes that I mentioned earlier, uh, adding characters, taking people out, you know, uh, simplifying, overcomplicating, just depends on sort of what I wanted to get out of it. Right, there's a lot of like, some liberties taken. I mean, I mean, when I look at these, I'm looking at you know, all these different fonts and things like you're saying. And I mean, there was one called uh, "Keep Out," I think, that looked like it's really interesting <laughs> font. It looks sort of as opposed to being done by a graphic designer or a sign painter. Yeah. That one looked. Uh, I, I don't know what's happening there. Like it was a, a sign painted by someone who could do neither of those things, right? Yeah. Maybe drunk on moonshine or something, right? <laughs> right. I mean, that one's just off eBay. Some some crazy old kooky guy probably painted it, you know, for for his creepy ranch or whatever. <laughs> it's great. That is great. And, and there's a few other... Um, so there's all these signs. I mean, you know, in a way, this all is full of, like, humor and it's and it's a, a reconfiguration of something we know but do you also see it as as the press release says is kind of like overtly political about a specific time is that part of it to you or is or is the humor and kind of technique more uh what you think is coming across here i wanted it to be more political but it just looked so serious and heavy-handed so we ended up mixing the signs up and and moving stuff around a little bit to make it a little more fun and less like, you know, uh, didactic, um, sort of mix the message a little bit. So it's still there, but I mean, everyone gets it without you having to be so heavy handed about it because, you know, they were lovingly painted. A lot of uh, craft went into it. Uh, So it kind of robs it of, a bit of the a love if you just cram them all together or make it just about the graphic and not 
that it's, it's still a painting. Well, when they were first yeah. hung, you said you, you, you changed it. Was, was, did, did it read in a more literal way? Was it a little more kind of punchy, like these are lined up to create sentences? Or why was the first hanging like, more overly political and less humorous? I don't know what, I don't know what it was. Uh, I don't really know. I don't really know. But, but it's a rearrangement, right? Because we read these together. We start reading, right? Isn't that what happens? Like, uh, I would imagine <laughs> yeah. the hanging of the show is part of it. We just start reading left to right. Is, is that part of what happened that made it seem like, whoa, this is too serious kind of thing? There were some that got edited out. I don't know. Some even might have been in the press release and gotten taken out. I don't really remember now, but it had to be sort of simplified and dumbed down a little bit. Like it made more sense to have all the dogs together and all the fragile signs together. And sometimes hanging a show, the dumber it is, uh, or the more literal it is, the better it works almost, you know? I don't, I don't really know how to put it in words more than that just like uh, sometimes you gotta be less poetical about it and let that happen in the viewer's brain or experience yeah I like that there's there's two others that are um, I mean there's several others but there's two others that are figurative Uh, one's called raspberry and the other one is in your face these are completely different than everything else in there right or am I reading it differently (laughs) yeah they kind of came uh, at the beginning. The the self they're both self portraits, but they're a little Trumpy too, you know. I'm also blonde and have blue eyes. So I, I mean, they kind of came at the beginning of the end of the show again. So I I had some other portraits of friends and and sort of uh, <laughs> like crying faces. Maybe that's why it seemed too literal with these other portraits in there. But just looking for another thing that sort of um, throws the show off or adds, it becomes almost a figure experience in the show by itself, you know, these figures hanging out with the paintings. I I like that. That changes a very, that that kind of changes the the sense of the show as well. I didn't read that as a a Trump-like character, but now, now I see it plain as day, especially especially one of them. Um, that's, that's really funny. So, um, I mean, these are these are these are you could say kind of pandemic paintings, right? This all came out of all of that, right? We're talking about the last two years, twenty one, yeah. twenty two, right? yeah, yeah. Well, and some and of twenty three too. The twenty three yeah. paintings were basically just the bright red, fragile stuff. Just the bright red stuff in 23, hilariously enough. I didn't think that the port, I didn't think the portraits would ever end up in the show. I mean, sometimes the craziest painting, like maybe you can slip in right at the end, you know, there's always this weird crunch time when you're getting ready for a show and all the work you think is going in the show is done. And then you have this weird two, three week, like buffer period and, Sometimes some real crazy wild stuff comes out and ends up kind of making the show. Uh, like some of the fragile paintings were painted right in at the end just to sort of flesh it out. And then I get on these kicks where I just can't kind of get over a topic or a subject. And then 
I'll work through it and never want to do it ever again, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's that's interesting. And so what's happening now? Are you continuing to make these signs in your studio or what's what's happening in your studio at the moment? I might um I have a studio on uh second and second, sort of right by anthology. Um oh I forget you, you guys aren't in New York. Um it's, no, but I know that I live either. in the east yeah, I live in the East Village. I have a place upstate, too, where I work, so I have sort of two studios going. And right now, not a whole lot. I'm sort of um, building out my studio upstate. I just put in a an antique uh, clown light in the ceiling for the studio. It's really bright, really insane. And uh, I got nine blank panels all prepped and ready to go, and I just need to figure out what the next thing is like maybe I'll paint a couple more signs just to like finish it out and then move on to the next thing. Well, congratulations uh, I do this on with the bodies show. Of- you do, you do, no, I'm sorry, go on. I was going to say congratulations on the show because it looks great, but you do, you do this with bodies of work, meaning, meaning what? Like I haven't, um, I used to make these miniature buildings. I haven't done that in a while. So maybe it's time to, Maybe it's time to like totally shift gears again for a little bit. Well, thanks, Nick, for talking to me about this. I, I want to ask one more question a little off topic. Uh, I'm always curious. What are you reading at the moment? Well, it's funny. As far as reading, I don't really have the time between the studio, going upstate, and then um, working my day job. Uh, I've just been reading stock news. I got really into investing around 2019, like as everything was closing down and like reading financial reports and all sorts of horrible capitalistic garbage that is so different than politics and so different than art writing. And uh, I've been really enjoying it. You just take little, little press releases one bite at a time and you make a lot of money too. <laughs> and is, is that working out for you? Are you making a lot of money learning all that? Because that, that is, does seem like the sort of alchemy of, you know, uh, making a money tree or something. Yeah. Maybe I'll do some financial paintings next. <laughs> I finally got myself set up with retirement and all that kind of stuff, which I hadn't had before 2019, which is insane. I don't know what people are, what other people do. But I feel much more secure in my entire life because of it. It's kind of amazing. Life-changing. It is amazing. Well, Nick, I, I want to thank you for talking to me today. I wish you well with this show, but thanks so much for your time and this work. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. You're listening to Yale Radio WYBC. This is Brainerd Carey with the lives of the artists, architects, curators, and more.